Wow, that's loud. Woohoo! We'll get through it, I'll tell you what. Strewman here, the four outdoorsmen. Brandon, am I really loud in, in your microphone right now, in your ears? Nope, you're absolutely normal. I don't think it's tied to this how one loud input's not working. Are. One of the headphones deals? Yeah. yeah the I'll one that's it. right in front of me does not work. The one in front of Sam does, but I'll tell you what. Uh, Brandon comes back and everything's screwed <laughs> up. Thanks a lot, Aaron. You guys did last week. No, Aaron did a great job. Sure, he um, did. The headphones aren't working now. I'm glad you had a <laughs> uh, a good time at the regional. What is it called? The now? Midwest CMO Award Midwest Show. Midwest CMO and Award Show. There is a congratulations in order. Yeah, Bob FM One Radio Station of the Year, which All is right. really cool. So, You're welcome. All yeah, right, and you guys are a big part of that. You know, <laughs> the Four Horsemen. That's right, the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. So yeah, thanks to Aaron for filling in. I heard everything went perfect, so it was all good. Thanks a lot, guys. No, he did a great job. Is it every? Is it ironic that all the people who go to those awards? Are Bob FM listeners? I mean, is that, you know, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the just, way the voting? Is there some kind of connection there? It didn't hurt. I'll that's tell you what, that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'll give some credit. You know, like I was asking Brandon about this yesterday, and, you know, there was what? Iowa, Illinois. Yeah. There was stations Dakota, from all over Wisconsin, the Midwest. Yep. So, Bra- yep. and uh, Brandon got to go up and accept the award with yeah. Neil. So, and you, he didn't thank God. So, <laughs> we I talked about it. that. I thought hey, about it. Hey, Brandon, uh, I heard there was a little snafu. So, I work with Shannon, who runs runs that whole promotions thing. And she said, uh, you got there, and they didn't have your name on yes, the thing. Yes, true. So- <laughs> well, it was then, that was Neil Freeman's deal, because he's the one who had the ticket for me. He just sent me a text being like, I got you a ticket at the will call booth. I get There is no will call booth. <laughs> and everybody else that was there had a QR code, like a scanner deal. Yeah. I didn't have a scanner deal. Neil didn't send me any of that. But thankfully, we know PT really well, who is a big part yeah. of organizing the whole thing. Yeah. So he came and got me in. But even with when he was talking to the people at the door, they're like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, I'm sure. He can come in. It's all they, uh, they, they They tell Brandon to go to the will, to- yeah. will call booth, and all of a sudden he sees a guy walking around. His name is William will. B. Call. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's at will call yeah. Yeah. under the name Dolores. Did you pull a don't you know who I am Do you line? know who? I'm up for an award tonight. There, there was, I believe, who was it? It could have been a movie. I could be totally making this story up. What's that, but, true? But <laughs> very good, very good. But didn't like some famous uh, artists always leave tickets at Will Call under a different name? I think you're thinking of Ricky Bobby from Talladega Nights. <laughs> Okay, that's what it was. Thank you. All right, on to the four outdoorsmen. I'm an idiot. I don't know. You're probably right. I'm sure people do that all the time. Yeah. Hey, if someone just happened to be turning their channel back and forth on the on the in their car driving home from the cabin or something like that. We're the four outdoorsmen. This is called the four outdoorsmen radio show, and it doesn't sound like it. But and you uh, guys know we have we're we're a bigger signal now too. We have more stations. We've That's read. right. As a matter of fact, we're getting more sponsors as a result. Of that. I've been spreading the word all over the place. We got some new sponsors coming up in a couple of weeks. Nice. And uh, because we reach two thirds of the state of Minnesota, the yeah. more list. And even if you have small stations join us and they're in the same market, they have different listeners. Yep. That's the name of the game. Absolutely. You guys are you guys are kicking. Bob butt. Country is growing every day. You guys are kicking butt. Hey, so Brandon, we're the boys were just talking. Before uh, we went live here, um, we have some tickets to give to the Minnesota Deer Classic. Yes. So we want to do a call in tonight. Um, Can we give the listeners the number really quick? And what should we say? The 10th caller, guys? Drew, what what, what number? I would go 50, probably. Let's go caller 106. (laughs) (laughs) 763-450-0100. 763-450-0100. A couple of tickets for the uh, Minnesota Deer and Turkey Classic. I'm taking caller number six. Caller Caller number number six. six. How many are we giving away? We're giving away a four-pack of tickets to the show at Canterbury Park. Uh, We're going to have... 
Eric on later in the show from that show to talk more about it. But we have tickets to give away for you. But make sure you stand the line because I forgot to bring them. So I will um, mail them to the winner. I mailed last week's. I remembered to mail last week. So Brendan will get your address. But sixth caller, 763-450-0100. All right. Start calling. Sixth caller, four tickets. Thanks, Brandon. There's no football anymore, so everyone's got to be yeah. listening to the show. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I just got a text from, uh, uh, hopefully this is the right guy. Um, Mark's met Nancy Sacco, a good friend of ours, mm-hmm. and uh, she's, um, she likes her cocky tails with my wife every once in a while. She's a wonderful lady, and she's, uh, but she's got a, a new guy that she's uh, just hanging around with a little bit, and a guy calls me a couple of days ago. And I uh, said, is this Steve Straczynski? Yeah, this is Steve Straczynski. Why? Well, do you recognize this sexy Italian voice? No, I don't, but I, should I? And it's a guy that I haven't seen in 40 years. I bet you something like that. Maybe I've seen him occasionally at a, at a 10- or 20-year reunion, something like that. It turns out that he and Nancy are having lunch and stuff like that. And I don't know how he met Nancy. They're whatnot. courting, yeah. would you say? I don't not No, 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 not yet. No, no, not yet. Uh, <laughs> Great term for yeah, the, the age group. No, 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 no. So, he was uh, Twitter painted by her? Yeah. Uh, by coincidence, Sam Rooley and Nancy Saka were uh, kind of seeing each other. That's kind of fun. And so we'll uh, hopefully get together. Sam, for thanks for reaching out and uh, listening to the Four Outdoorsmen. And we have a lot of fun laughing and learning on the Four Outdoorsmen. What do you want me to say, pal, about this guy? Yeah, how great he was. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Hey, I just want to jump on real quick and say we do have a winner. So. Wow, all right. All right. Do you want to patch him through? Yeah, hold on. What's her name? Second. Is she hot? Dan all right. From you, Bloomington. Uh, Dan from Bloomington. Yes, you're on the line. How's it going, my man? Yes, sir. Hey, Dan, Dan Stuman here. Are you Stan. one of those guys? Stan, S-T-A-N. Are you, yep. one, of the, you one of those guys that are on the, on the radio station and say, Hi, this is Stan from Bloomington, and I've turned my knob to Bob. Are you one of those guys? But uh, you should be. Hey, if, if I, well, hey, say it right now, and I can clip that from the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Just say I'm Stan from Bloomington, and I turn my knob to Bob. Go ahead and say that. Let's hear it, Stan. Stan from Bloomington, and I turn my knob to Bob. Yeah. One more time without Sam stepping on you. I'm Stan from Bloomington, and I turn my knob to Bob. That's perfect. All right. Got it. Have you been, Stan? Have you been to the uh, Deer Classic before? Hello, caller. Yeah. Well, Brandon's got him, so... We'll Brandon's t- got him. He's going to get him tickets. Thank you, Stan, for calling in, and uh, have fun at the show. Are we going to do that again next week? Uh, yeah, technically we could, right? Cause I it's, guess. Yeah, we have another weekend before, so we will do that next weekend as well. Make sure you turn your knob to Bob, and when we say, call in, and you'll get tickets. Hey, we're talking, of course, this is the 4 Outdoors, and we'll talk... Oh, we got a great show tonight. We've got uh, Eric Myron from the Minnesota Deer and Turkey Classic, mm-hmm. and we've got uh, Paul Hartman from the Minnesota Muskie, George's Minnesota Muskie Expo coming up uh, in a couple of weeks as well. So those guys are going to be out. But i got to talk about this guy who just left the studio. Brandon does a show called The, Gro- the Homegrown Show just before us, and it's all independent musicians from around the metro area in the state of Minnesota for the most part. This guy who just left the studio is Tim Hadler, and he's got a CD right now here that I've got in my hand called The, uh, the, Gr- the Great I Am, and these are songs written and inspired by World War II veterans, um, and it's all about helping veterans get through PS- uh, PTSD. Is that what it's called? PTSD. PTSD whatever yeah. it is. And anyway, the song he just sang, uh, boy, I forget what it is. Brandon, you know what it was? Uh, the one that he sang? Yeah, the one about in, about romance in, in February. Oh, well, that was a new song. Yeah, it was uh, uh, what he forgot even. That was the song he had a brain fart right before he said it. It was like... It was like a sentence. I can't remember. Anyway, right now. Like, so anyway, you're the best thing that ever happened to me, or something like that. It's but, uh, beautiful. It's not on this album. It's on uh, one of his other projects. Well, what was but. the song that 
played right before we came on. That's what that we're was the great. About. I am the title track. Oh, that was great. Yeah, and then the, my favorite was one that we played called Scream. That uh, just the story behind it was gut wrenching, man. Because like these songs were written by this dude Leon Fettis, who is a, a a World War II vet, and he you know yeah dealt with PTSD and all that kind of stuff, and he had like a specific kind of moment that haunted him for literally like sixty years, and he would on occasion just scream and wake up through night terrors like every night and hmm. stuff like that and it turned into a song and that was kind of therapy for him the night terrors kind of went away they were far less frequent anyway and uh you know that just by putting it down on paper and talking about it with somebody was enough to make a difference so yeah it's a really cool project a really cool camp that he's running anybody who supports vets like that is good in my book i mm-hmm. thought i thought it was the song was scream sleeping with strew man that's that's a, <laughs> that, that'll make you scream. that's the remix that's, that's Diana's tune. That's Diana's tune. <laughs> Sleeping with Struman. Hey, how you doing, Mark? You've been, you feeling, you sound a lot better this week than yeah, last week. Yeah, I'm sounding better. We had our last hockey tournament in Alexandria this weekend. I drove by lots of wonderful looking lakes. I wish I was fishing on up there, but um, we had a great time. Nick won all three games, and Nick's moving on from mites to squirts, so it was kind of a sad day. It's like graduation a little bit, but uh, had a great time, and uh, we're excited for next year. On to baseball season. I'm volunteering be a coach for baseball so boy. that picks up in about a month yeah, wow yeah. a month already i know i yeah. think if the mlb wasn't you know arguing right now but they were they would already reported to camp some uh, of them major league baseball so they're reporting to camp but nothing has been decided right nothing right. has been agreed upon you know that's i'm a little i don't frankly I'm, i love sports if they want to throw their money away, and I don't care about it, and the more they do this kind of stuff, the less people are interested yeah. in and, and care for those professional athletes. I enjoy it because I work for the Minnesota Twins, yeah. and I might miss a couple of games. I don't know, but uh, it's, it's if they want to quiz, miss the whole season, life goes on. Wasn't I, there there was a lockout in '96 or '97? I remember yeah. really hurt baseball for a long time. That yeah. um, you sure. know if. If if you can't get people hooked on it and they they aren't into the team, that's it's not good for anybody. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of uh, controversy, uh, yeah. Do you want to talk about this um, from the outdoor news? Dave Collins wrote an article where Remington reached a seventy three million dollar um, settlement with the Sandy Hook family victims, and um, I think it has a lot of ramifications. Uh, the money itself isn't a big deal, but the big deal is it kind of set a precedence that. Um, gun manufacturers are now responsible financially for any crimes committed with a gun. And and I think that I'll give my two cents and then uh, chirp in from you guys. But I think that's a bad precedence uh, for the industry as someone that strongly believes in your Second Amendment rights. That how can a company that makes a product legally, it's a legal company, legally sold, be responsible for someone... Yeah. That commits a crime with it. That's yeah, bad. that's bad for the industry. I think. You care if I jump in here, Stu? You're the man, buddy. So this is a super slippery slope. Mm-hmm. So first of all, you know, the victims of that, like my heart's with them, right? Like it was horrible what happened. Um, but if I went crazy and went and bought a Chevy truck and yep. drove over a hundred people and killed them all, Chevy is not responsible. Mm-hmm. And with the second amendment thing it opens up the the door to so much sue happy stuff now that 
this is a way to try and come after all these gun companies. What's next? The ammo companies. What's next? Mm-hmm. Like, it's such a slippery slope. Again, I'm not giving an excuse for what happened. Like, it's awful. But to hold the gun manufacturer responsible for someone else's action, to me, is ignorant. I'm surprised that they settled. <clears throat> to be honest with you, they should. I think they should have fought it tooth and nail. Um, because of how important it was, yeah. But didn't Remington just move to Texas from the Twin Cities? Wasn't it? No, no. Um, they were in New York. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the one of the big things too is Remington also just filed bankruptcy. Yeah. So I mean, there was a lot of stuff that Remington was going through. You know, Remington owned you know seven or eight different entities. Don't quote me on seven or eight, but it's you know it was DPMS, it was Marlin, it was the Remington Remington Ammo, um, a couple other ones. DPMS was from Minneapolis or uh, St. Cloud area that Remington bought. Mm-hmm. That's what you're thinking is true. All right. But, uh, yeah, so they actually filed bankruptcy and split up their companies. Like Ruger bought Marlin, Federal bought Remington Ammo. So yep. they were going through a whole <clears throat> bankruptcy while this was happening. So there was a lot at play right there. But, like I said, it is a slippery, slippery slope when – you leave the manufacturer. You know what? Most people don't realize that Sam, you have never seen Sam. I, I know Sam. I sit right next to me. He's 6'5", maybe 6'6", six, six, 350 pounds, give or take. You could run through 100 people and take them all down, pal. You don't, yeah. need, a, you don't need a truck. You don't Sue need Nike. a Chevy. Yeah. And what am I going <laughs> to do? Yeah, Sue Nike for a, <laughs> a PF Flyer is guaranteed to make a boy run faster, jump higher. <laughs> hey, speaking of the outdoors and controversy, you know, I'm a golfer. I love to golf, and I'm not that good, but I follow oh. it. And I wish I could have seen the last two holes of today's tournament because it was neck and neck, and I love, I just, I love the pressure. Did you hear what happened to, you, to Phil Mickelson? Mm-hmm. Did you hear, Sam, mm-hmm. did, Mark, did you? I'm going to read it to you. Uh, Phil, Phil uh, is in trouble again. He's been in trouble a couple Big of times. Trouble. And this time he's lost major, major sponsors. But this is right out of the St. Paul paper yesterday morning. Phil Mickelson apologized for comments about the Saudis and a proposed Super League that, that they're trying to, to develop to compete with the, with the PGA in, in this country for whatever reason. And he said, uh, it was reckless. I offended people. Da, 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 da. The same time as Mickelson's statement, KP came out, KPMG became the first of his corporate sponsors to announce an immediate end to the relationship. Uh, that was, it's, an, it's a decision that was mutual. And here's what he said. He also he said uh, uh, something like this. I, I wanna, I, I'm interested in this rival league, but, but those Saudis are scary mother blankers. That's what he said to yeah. somebody, and I don't know who they picked mm-hmm. it up. They're scary mother blankers to get involved with. He also told this guy that it was worth get, getting in bed with the Saudis, despite their history of human rights abuses, if it meant a chance to get change the PGA Tour. We know they killed uh, some Washington Post. Post a Post, journalist, yeah. Yeah, the journalist. <clears throat> and have a horrible record on human rights. They execute people over there for being gay. Knowing all of this, why would I even consider it? Because it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity <clears throat> to reshape of how the PGA Tour operates. He said some wrong things at the wrong time to the wrong person. Cal- did, he, did he say wrong things? Oh, that's what. Well, no. He didn't. So shame on the company for not letting someone speak their right. mind. Right. Even Callaway. You think of Callaway, yeah. you think of Phil Mickelson. What? Yep, and they paused their sponsorship. It's, it's amazing how woke these companies are. And you, you see that, too, with like the NBA when, when one of the owners spoke out against China and had to go on an apology tour. It's like there's so much money that controls – what people say, and it's a scary thing. It is. We're getting deep here today. On the that's why I think so, yeah. That's why it's a slippery slope. Like, it, it, it is. What's next? Let's let's liven this up. Let's go to some shout-outs here, Mark. 
Yeah, we have a couple minutes. Should we do shout outs now or yeah. do you want to do it in the next break? No, do it now. <clears throat> Thank you, everyone, that wrote into the Four Outdoorsman shout out. We have a great photo there uh, from Dustin Underwood, who sent in a picture last week with a monster walleye. Walleye uh, season is closing soon here for um, Minnesota. So, hope you got your fish while you could. Corey Bechtold writes, this just happened. Macular tackle strikes again. Size 10 paired with a Billy Rub banger. Uh, full report coming on what's working now. Justin Zeiss commented on the nice fish by Dustin. Bill Katz, our good friend, said, hey, guys, uh, with the grandkids listening, have a great show. Thanks for checking in, Bill. Twin Cities Wall is Unlimited. Says, happy Sunday. Looking forward to Thursday meeting with guest speaker Johnny Candle, professional and sports fishing communicator. If interested in attending the meeting, we meet in the Bloomington Knights of Columbus Hall at 6.30 p.m. the first Thursday of the month or go to tcwalleyes.com for more info. So happy those guys are tied in with our show now. Uh, Brian Amberg says, winter five stand is coming to a close three more weeks. Um, and Jesse Koskinimi says, went snowshoeing today. Put a camera on a bear den. I'm also getting ready for my bear hunting seminars. I will be giving... All three days down at the Whitetail Classic. Awesome. I will be there. Bear Sense booth right by Pat and Nicole. Excuse me. Hope to see the four doorsmen down there. That's awesome, Jesse. I'm glad you're coming down for that. Sounded like Foster Brooks. You're burping there yeah, and having a good sorry. time. I hey, Brandon. Coffee. Let's go to the break, buddy. We got, some, we got some great guests coming up. We got Paul Hartman coming in right now with the George's Minnesota Muskie Expo. Outdoorsmen, just average guys that love to hunt and fish and chew the fat on Bob Outdoors. Don't miss the 2022 Minnesota Deer and Turkey Classic at its new location at Canterbury Park in Shakopee, March 11th through the 13th. This year's classic features top hunting celebrities like Driven TV's Pat Nicole Reeve, Lee and Tiffany Lakoski of The Crush TV, and Melissa Bachman. Get your antlers scored, view more than 300 antler entries and see the latest hunting products, plus a great lineup of lodges and outfitters. For complete details on the 2022 Deer and Turkey Classic, visit mndeerclassic.com. Georgia's Minnesota Muskie Expo is back in conjunction with the Minnesota Anglers Boat Show, featuring seminars, retailers, resorts, factory reps, lures, rods, reels, guides, boats, and more. Kids will love making lures, trout fishing, and games. Georgia's Minnesota Muskie Expo runs March 4th, 5th, and 6th at the Warner Coliseum at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds, sponsored by Frankie's Marine and Ranger Boats, with the lowest prices on Ranger, Crestliner, and Lund. For more information, visit mnmuskieexpo.com. Power Lodge and only Power Lodge has teamed up with Financial One for an incredible winter marine sales event. Pick out a qualifying boat or pontoon and there's no payments and free storage until April 2022. Let's get this straight. Pick out a boat now, no payments and free storage until April 2022. Make next summer incredible for you and your family. Go to Power Lodge right now in Ramsey, Brainerd or Onamia online at PowerLodge.com. Hey, we all know that there are hard water fans out there, and you'd ice fish every day if you could. Strewman here, but I prefer sunshine, 70 degrees, sight fishing, panfish, on, or either trolling walleyes. And if you're like me, it's not too early to plan your trip to the opener of Devil's Lake, North Dakota. Wait a minute! 
What do you think, Sam? There's no opener, is there? No opener. There's no openers on Devil's Lake. Of course, it's 20, 24 hours a day, 12 months a year. The, the fishing season is open. We keep five walleyes a day, 10 in possession, and there is no slot limit. I'll tell you what, Devil's Lake is a fisherman's paradise. I'll tell you what, check out devilslakend.com. Get excited. The boats and more are back at the Progressive Insurance Northwest Sports Show presented by Discover Boating. It's your last chance to find the best in boating and outdoor gear all in one place at one time this year. Check out the latest boats. See what's new in marine electronics, tackle and hunting gear. Book trips at resorts or with guides and outfitters too. March 10th through 13th at the Minneapolis Convention Center. Buy tickets only at NorthwestSportsShow.com. Hear ye, hear ye. The Second Amendment lives. Miss the last Crocodile Productions Gun and Knife Show? Head on over to their website to find show locations, times, or even easier, sign up for their email list and have all the info sent straight to your inbox. You want to be a vendor? You can find the table application there, too. Details at CrocodileProductionsInc.com. That's CrocodileProductionsInc.com. I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all coffee lovers. Hold on to your mugs because Panera's Unlimited Sip Club is offering the unreal deal of unlimited coffee for only $8.99 a month. Don't worry, you're not dreaming because when we say unlimited, we mean unlimited. Unlimited boosts all day long. Unlimited smells of your favorite aroma. Unlimited sips of premium hot and iced coffees. Sign up on our app today to get your first month free. Panera, the familiar made fantastic. Plus tax, first free month, limited time offer. Restrictions apply. For complete details, visit at www.paneraandbread.com slash unlimited zip club. Maybe we're back. Four outdoorsmen, Strewman, your Mark Lukey, Sam off it all. And our buddy is back, Brandon Backstrom behind the glass. Uh, Aaron took over last week, did a great job. Aaron, thanks a lot. And ban- Brandon was out there being a big shot at the Country Music Awards, whatever they're called. Hey, we got a guest, do we now? Do we not? We got Paul Hartman. Paul Hartman, how are you tonight, sir? Thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate the time. Well, let's talk about it, man. You, it, you, you are excited. You've gone through a lot. You, you're, in, you're involved with in the big shot for the, uh, the uh, this is the Minnesota Muskie Expo, right? The Georgia's Minnesota Muskie Expo, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. We're in our 29th year here. We're back. Uh, new location over at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds. You guys, I think we did a remote broadcast together last time i saw you was five years ago over at concordia yeah we've done we've done it a couple of times and, and concordia might have been the last time yeah boomer sam <clears throat> mark was not there it was just sam and, and um boomer and i for some reason but yeah that and it was fun and i tell you what i met a guy over there who was from mark's gonna say something soon he was from switzerland or sweden or something who was a big <clears throat> shot and it was this guy was cool he was with his daughter i believe and it was fun talking to him and seeing this. I, I love it. If you guys haven't been to the Minnesota Muskie Expo, whether you're a big muskie fisherman or not, it is well worth going. Mark, you got something? Paul, Mark, Lukey here. And, and you know, I've, I've worked with you in the show. We've been doing this show for eight years. And before that, even, I was helping you promote the show when I was with KQRS with Terry Train. So yeah. um, my support for the awesome 
show that you do goes back a long way. So welcome back to the show. I'm sure that you're excited to be back. It obviously was probably canceled last year. Was it canceled the year before that too? Is this has it been two years or just one? It was. It's been 36 months since we had our last show. We uh, we were two weeks away from doing it two years ago, and I think Minnesota had 15 cases of COVID and they shut the state down. And we were the first show to get axed, and then it's just been a kind of a, a big. Uh, domino effect of shows that have gone down. So this year, everyone's been back to doing shows. Uh, so far, they've done a Muskie show in Chicago, another one in Milwaukee, and this is the biggest one. There's seven across the nation, and we always have the best. Paul, so you said it was back at the fairgrounds. So it used to be at Concordia. Is this a different location, or is that this? Where's the location now? Yep, this is our first year. We're over at the same building they put the Shriners Circus on over at the Warner Coliseum at the fairgrounds, and. Uh, they can bring seven, 8,000 people in there for a circus and get them all out of there in a half hour. So we'll have plenty of parking. That was our big issue over at Concordia. We always just had um, Saturday during our busiest peak, some guys that have to park five blocks away. So now we got, I believe it's about 2,000 parking spots that are three blocks or less of a walk away and just makes life a lot easier to get in there. Weather's shaping up to be perfect for the weekend, too, so... We're excited. The stage is set for everything to be real good this year. Hey, Paul, this is Sam. I've got a couple questions for you. Maybe give a little history on the event, why it occurs, and could you start by explaining why it's the George's Minnesota Muskie Expo? So George Wall put the original show on 29 years ago. Um, he brought in the Twin Cities chapter of Muskies, Inc. as kind of a partner and uh, went over to the National Sports Center in Blaine, put it on there for 15 years, and then they put new AstroTurf down on the field, and they didn't allow events anymore. So it moved over to Concordia, and about the same time, George uh, ended up with lung cancer, and he passed. So we wanted to keep the namesake of uh, the Muskie Expo, reminding everyone of him. I was a fishing partner of his. Um, he was a great mentor, taught me so many shortcuts to the success in the whole world of musky fishing and he was just passionate about the show he did uh his full-time job was making eagle tail lures and he knew everyone in the business and he just you know kind of this all came out in milwaukee a year before and he said i can do the same thing these are all my friends and so he brought all the manufacturers in and almost every year the attendance over the past 30 years has varied by less than 10 percent Hey Paul, one more thing about about George, and we got to get to the show, of course. But but George Walt, I think his name was was or Watt was uh, uh, he loved to fish and he loved musky fishing and whatnot. And he was a mechanic at an auto place after a while. And can you picture this? I mean, life changes so quickly for everybody. You just have no control. He was injured in an, in an accident on the lot or in his in the shop where he was an auto mechanic and broke his back, and that was the end of his working career. And that's when he started making lures. Uh, seriously, and came up with that one lure that became the most popular lure and caught more muskies than any other lure ever. And, uh, and uh, you know, you had a great relationship with him, and, and I know there's a lot of stories. So bless his soul as well, and thank him for being part of this. Let's talk more about the Georgia's Minnesota Muskie Expo. How many, how many vendors have you got there? It's 160 that we have coming in. This year, the new spin on it, though, is we have the Minnesota Anglers Boat Show going on at the same time. That's right. Um, so the Coliseum, we're bringing in Lund's, uh sponsored by Rangers, so they have a good anchor spot there. Frankie's Marine is the, the main 
one. We have Nelson's Marine over there. We're bringing in some Kingfishers with Foster Brothers, um, Crestliners at the show. And there's been so much hype about the shortages on boats. Um, you can come out here this year. You can order your boat up at the show, have it in time for opener, or you can find one you like there that you like it the way it sits. Um, be at the shop Monday, signing papers, and at the end of next week, be bringing it home and hitting the river. We're talking with uh, Paul Hartman, Minnesota Muskie Expo, taking place next weekend at the Coliseum in the Minnesota State Fairgrounds. Let's talk about some of the uh, seminars. Who's going to be doing seminars? What are they going to be all about? Uh, you know, so they cover everything. The biggest thing now um, is kind of presentation, but there's a lot to do with just the trends in electronics and how to try and tie that in for more success. So I think almost every one of these speakers is going to talk about all the advances in the side imaging, the live scope, the 360, and how you can get that, you know, that to kind of help tie in to put more fish in the boat for you. Um, but then uh, we have a, a bunch of famous ones, Jim Sarek, Josh Borofsky, Doug Wagner. Um, Sunday we do a bait-making panel, and then also we have a guides panel that you'll want to hit. But it's a great opportunity. Get a three-day pass for the weekend for 17 bucks. Come down there. It's like a Ph.D. of musky fishing success with the, the information these guys share. And just bring a notebook, take notes. If you pick up two or three things from each of these guys, write it on the back of a card when you're struggling next year on the water, pull the card out and be like, hey, maybe I should do a topwater. Uh, just something to, you know, peak your mind to think a little different and hopefully try something new when you start to struggle. Um, and then for us, the biggest thing is we have all the manufacturers down there. Um, so these guys are building custom colors, custom beats that you never see before. They do a lot of stuff just special for the show and that's what makes the whole muskie community kind of unique is it's a lot of basement bait makers, um, and they're constantly tweaking stuff. So it's always the new thing that's the hot lure for a year or two, and then they reinvent it all over again, and it's something new that trends to be the hot bait again for the next few years. I think they should have treatment for you guys because I, everybody <laughs> I talk to who starts muskie fishing becomes addicted, and you're hooked, and you, need, you guys need therapy, I'm telling you. When I was at Concordia a couple of years back to do to the live broadcast of the show, I sat and listened to a couple of seminars, even I got ex- excited, and I've never fished a muskie. <laughs> and, and so Mike, Mark got excited. He bought all kinds of stuff. And, and tell him how many, what you bought, Mark, and how, yeah. many, how many times have you muskie fished? So I've been, fished? been down there many times, Paul, and it's so exciting when you go there. I get so excited. I, you know, I probably made, you know, 50 bucks by going down there and I spent $400 <laughs> on a, on a brand new musky rod, got it stringed up, got it everything. How's it work? I have not used it yet. <laughs> well, I'm scared. I'm scared to get hooked. And well, for one thing, I started having a pile of kids and, and I think musky fishing is going to be something that I get into as the kids get a little bit older, you know, when the, they have a little more patience, but I'm I'm terribly excited to start, but um, yeah, I I'm, my my musky career is is being stalled a little bit. I was gonna say it's one of those things. Hi, my name is Mark, and I'm addicted to yeah. musky fishing. <laughs> Hi, Mark. Yeah, hi, Mark. <laughs> hi, Mark. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I tell you, we're talking with Paul Hartman of Minnesota Musky Expo down at the the um, Coliseum, St. Paul Coliseum at the State Fairgrounds next weekend. Uh, what days? Is it Friday, Saturday, and Sunday? What are the days and what what are the hours, please? It is. It's this Friday, 2 to 8.30, Saturday, 10 to 6.30, Sunday, 10 to 4. And, Mark, bring the kids down there. We still have uh, Fishing for Life down there with the kids' midway games. They set up a trout pond. Then I have George's Tackle Box set up. 
Um, they get to make their own bucktail. They get to paint up, airbrush up their own crankbait, cool. uh, paint up their own plastics, and they take it home free. It's 40 bucks worth of tackle. The kids are free, and they are artists. They do so good at that stuff. Um, we have a 14-year-old that's got his own booth there this year. He got going down mm-hmm. the show five years ago, did it three years in a row. He's back. He's making lures, and they look as good as the stuff that's made by the big-name manufacturer. Wow. That's awesome. Paul, can you you say that, that all the kids' stuff is free? It is, yep. Kids oh, wow. are free, 12 and under. Um, they make great stuff up, so grab a couple of the kids. Invite some of the neighbor kids to come with. That's um, amazing. Go with the slower time Friday and Sunday. Saturday is always a madhouse there, but... Um, come check it out. They do really good, and it kind of piques their interest and you know, kind of gets them into the crafty side of the whole fishing thing, too. They can go catch a couple trout and get the bug out for the winter, too. And if you have real tiny kids, you can rent them out for bait. And they, I tell you what, they're because uh, these muskies eat some. They eat some. We're talking with Paul Hartman. Since we're talking with you, let's talk about Paul Hartman's career. How did you start fishing? How did you get hooked up in muskie? You know, I was uh, passionate about muskie fishing I think from the time I was about 12, they were getting them into Harriet and some of the local lakes yeah. when I was young. Yeah. So we were doing stuff from shore. Um, for a kid who gets a 28-incher from shore in town, that's like catching a 50-incher to a seasoned guy. So yeah. it was exciting to get out there. And uh, But I, I love fishing from the time I was five years old. Um, did a lot of fishing, you know, carp on the shores of the local ponds around the cities and that. And I think it's important to get the kids out there. Either you get the bug early or you don't. And Hopefully your kids are smart enough and responsible enough to not grow up and be passionate about muskies, but we want to get them into the whole fishing thing anyway. Uh, yeah, so it's just it's a, a cool thing for me to have transitioned from bluegills locally um, to now just being obsessed with going to Canada, chasing after hopefully a next world-class type yeah. fish. And we've seen some. I saw some with George Wall over the years that just knocked your socks off. They were beyond explanation and those fish, they know the game. They don't hardly ever make a mistake, and that's how they get to be that true top-tier predator fish. So. I can't I can't talk uh, more strongly than I am about, about how exciting it is to go down there and just look at all the equipment and hear seminars and tell, listen to some of the stories these guys have. Let's wrap this up with you, Paul. Tell us again where it is, what time it is, and how people can get tickets. Uh, just go to mnmuskieexpo.com. It's this Friday, Saturday, Sunday Friday 2 to 8.30, Sunday 10 to uh, 4 o'clock, and then Saturday 10 to 6.30. Great seminar lineup the whole time. The kids' stuff is going on the whole time. And um, stop by the Ranger Boat Show, too. You're going to love it. Paul Hartman, thanks for being on the Four Outdoorsman. I'm proud of you, man, and, and, and excited for your success because this is going to be a lot of fun, especially after not being around for a couple of years. Minnesota Muskie. Uh, is going to be at the uh, St. Paul Coliseum this next weekend. Get down there. And, Paul Hartman, thanks for joining us in the Four Outdoorsman. Thank you, guys. We'll see you there. Enjoy. Oh, you too. Take care of yourself. It's a lot of fun, man. You know, it is fun. And I've, I've never done it. And like you said, Mark, I don't want to get hooked either. I, I've got enough stuff going on, you know. I've right. got, I've got uh, Oprah on at 2 o'clock. Got, <laughs> you know, I have musky fish. Price is right. Is, I've got young Sheldon at 5. And I got, <laughs> no, but but I just – I don't want to – I've got the hunting shack. i got – <laughs> I golf, I do the twins, I got stuff going on, you know, and it's, I don't want to get hooked. Like, like, like Steve Carney said about turkey, turkey hunting. Steve Carney's a good friend of ours, he's been all over the place, and he, he's a big guy, he hunts forever, 
and he's never hunted turkey until this year for that exact same reason. I don't want to get hooked. I have enough on my plate. And he did it this year, and I think he's, he's suckered in. At least that's a spring thing. That's, an, I, that's what I love about turkeys is mm-hmm. uh, having a hunting opportunity in the spring, for sure. Oh, man, we're going to crush him this year. We say that every year. <laughs> right? This is the year. This is the year. What do I need to buy? I'm Nothing. way better at buying stuff than I am at <laughs> hunting. Well, let's just buy a turkey. <laughs> Get a little excitement going. Who's next, Drew? Hey, we're gonna, well, we, well, let's take a break right now, okay? We're going to get right into uh, Eric Meyer. That's the uh, Minnesota Deer and Turkey Classic. And what's cool about this year is going to be at the Canterbury Downs. Cool. Listen to Total Country Bob FM anytime, anywhere, online at mybobcountry.com. Get excited. The boats and more are back at the Progressive Insurance Northwest Sports Show presented by Discover Boating. It's your last chance to find the best in boating and outdoor gear all in one place at one time this year. Check out the latest boats. See what's new in marine electronics, tackle and hunting gear. Book trips at resorts or with guides and outfitters too. March 10th through 13th at the Minneapolis Convention. Center. Buy tickets only at NorthwestSportsShow.com. You've heard us talk about Devil's Lake for quite a while now, and there are many, many reasons why. To think that 30 years ago, Devil's covered about 85,000 acres. Today, that same body of water is over 160,000 acres, and that story alone brings the curious to visit this wonderful place. But it's the no-slot limit on walleyes with five a day and ten a possession. That's bringing the four outdoorsmen to Devil's Lake as often as we can. Devil's Lake, North Dakota, rated one of the top five fisheries in the entire country. Visit DevilsLakeND.com, and thanks. Don't miss the 2022 Minnesota Deer and Turkey Classic at its new location at Canterbury Park in Shakopee, March 11th through the 13th. This year's classic features top hunting celebrities like Driven TV's Pat Nicole Reeve, Lee and Tiffany Lakoski of The Crush TV, and Melissa Bachman. Get your antlers scored, view more than 300 antler entries, and see the latest hunting products, plus a great lineup of lodges and outfitters. For complete details on the 2022 Deer and Turkey Classic, visit mndeerclassic.com. Call Dazeal Heating and AC when you need dependable, affordable, and professional furnace repair at your West Metro or Wright County home. Dazeal knows the feeling when your furnace goes out during a cold winter day. If you have a unit that's ready to roll over, Dazeal's team of licensed and certified HVAC technicians are here to help. Dazeal's trucks are stocked to repair any furnace system and can get your house warm and cozy again. Suspect a problem? Call the top dog today before your furnace goes out. They will come running to your rescue before it is too late. DazealHVAC.com. Crystal Welding in Maple Grove is your Hineker snowplow dealer. Hineker's quick hitch and trip edge systems makes removing snow easy. Made in Minnesota, Hineker plows are perfect for commercial or residential use. Have a bobcat? No problem. Hineker makes a plow for that too. Crystal Welding in Maple Grove also services all makes and models of plows and salt spreaders. Go to crystalwelding.com. Power Lodge and only Power Lodge has teamed up with Financial One for an incredible winter marine sales event. Pick out a qualifying boat or pontoon and there's no payments and free storage until April 2022. Let's get this straight. Pick out a boat now, no payments and free storage until April 2022. Make next summer incredible for you and your family. Go to Power Lodge right now in Ramsey, Brainerd or Onamia online at PowerLodge.com. 
Yeah, we're back. The boys are back. Sam, Mark, Strewman, Brandon. Laughing and learning on the four outdoors. We would laugh a lot because we have no idea what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> and we learn a lot. We learn a lot from guys like Eric Meyer, who is the big shot for, uh, with the, uh, the uh, Minnesota Deer and Turkey Classic at Canterbury Downs in a couple of weeks. Eric, welcome to the four outdoorsmen. Hello, gentlemen. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Are you excited? Because last year you got blown out of the water, man. Tell us, let's just talk a little bit about that. It's been two or maybe, it's only been two years, I think. So it was canceled the first day of two years ago. What a mess. And then last year, obviously, we couldn't. So, yeah. yeah. I'm sure everyone's excited. Why don't you tell us how uh, the last couple years have been? I bet there's a lot of pent-up excitement for this show because it's such a great one. Yes, there is. Uh, Well... As you know, two years ago, March 13th, was the first day at the new venue, Canterbury Park. And uh, that's the first day uh, that COVID shut everything down. So I got one day in and had to send 160 exhibitors home. Jeepers. And we understand why and all of that. And I imagine you had... You had all the all the big shots there. You had uh, Pat and Nicole there, and Melissa was there, and everybody was there. The people who are the celebrities that people come to see as well, how do they handle it as well? I mean, it's not your problem, but it's not your fault, but how do they handle it? Well, uh, Michael Adele was our headliner, and he gave his one seminar that evening, and he, almost, he, he got up on his pulpit and really uh, put on a good seminar and talked about, uh, you know, the close-knit, um, community of hunters and but it you know every everything was just shutting down so it was uh it was a tough time and and uh, you know we just uh we decided uh that we you know we we got one day in and that was that and um uh two years later here we've regrouped and the, sh- the, sh- the show is pretty much sold out and um, we're bringing in Lee and Tiffany, so we we're looking good. You know, it's it's um, this is the best time of the year as well because we're getting the end of winter a little bit, where everyone's excited about spring and summer of 2022, and everyone wants to get outside and do stuff. You know, and uh, we've we've been involved with the Minnesota Deer Classic for a number of years, and had a chance to go down and do shows from there the last four or five years as well. How many vendors are you going to have, and what can the public expect from you? Well, right now we have over 160 vendors, and I've really focused on keeping uh, uh, the, the, the booths hunting-oriented or outdoor, so uh, it doesn't look like a home show uh, or a craft show, something like that, which a lot of shows are ending up looking like. But uh, we have uh, uh, some great outfitters. Uh, we have uh, great new products, cutting-edge products. Uh, I've, I went to a number of other competing shows in the Midwest and and uh, reached out to uh, some of the hottest products available. So we're looking good in that department. Good for you. Good for you. Now, um, you only had a, a little sense of what the the uh, the the venue was like for you last year at the uh or the year before at the uh, canterbury downs it's 
and a couple of years prior to that, you were at the uh, Coliseum, the Minnesota State Fairgrounds. Why, why did you make the move, and how, how do you anticipate the change is going to be for you guys? Well, the, uh, the, the Coliseum uh, was great for as many years as it was there, but it's getting old, and uh, it, was, it was leaking and cold, and I couldn't expand the show, so I, I went and scoped out Canterbury and uh, was able to get 40 more booths in that facility, and the, the, it's just such a nice facility, too. It has a lot to offer. Um, it's easy to get to right off of 169. Uh, it's got a massive parking lot, all free parking, and uh, the, uh, the it offers other things, too. It's got a card club in it, so you could go do a little gambling after the show, and it's got a restaurant and many different food booths throughout the venue. So... Uh, everything about it was so much nicer, uh, loading in the exhibitors, and um, just the, the layout was great. Did you have uh, a really good turnout? You had to shut down like halfway through the first day two years ago. Did you feel the energy and the enthusiasm of all the people who showed up there at that venue, and were you comfortable with how it was run and how much room they had and, and the flow and whatnot? Yeah, it was, it was great. It was just a tough tough situation to be in everybody was kind of in a panic and uh we had we were posting on social media so we had a great turnout uh that's the one thing the exhibitors uh why they all returned is that one that one day they sold a lot of product and had good success uh so we're anticipating you know this venue really producing good results and um, you know the 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 reaction from the exhibitors from that first year was was good. Everybody was positive about the move. We're talking with Eric Meyer, of course. We're talking about the uh, the Minnesota Deer and Turkey Classic at Canterbury Downs here coming up here on the 11th, 12th, and 13th, I believe. Let's talk about Eric Meyer a little bit. How did Eric Meyer get involved in this? I think your dad started this years and years ago. But how did you get involved, and how did your dad start this thing? Well. My family has published the Outdoor News for the last 33 years. And uh, when I started, back when I was in my early 20s, I started working shows for the Outdoor News, and I worked the Deer Classic for 33 years and uh, got to know all about shows. And, well, what happened is Hugh Price sold, sold the show, and it was run by another outfit for a few years, and they, they kind of downsized it, uh, uh, and, and it didn't work out. So uh, a few years after them trying to get it to go, we brought it back to the Coliseum for five years, and then uh, the rest is history. But I've been uh, the photo manager, and I also sell advertising for Outdoor News, uh, and I handle all the buck photos in the best buck contest that's fun that's fun so i have a direct link to these uh monster bucks that are shot across the state so i i've been recruiting them to come to the show and uh probably reached out to about 400 hunters that shot decent bucks and asked them to come to the show and are they how many buck mounts and racks are you going to have 
and exhibits. It's you, everybody who goes there can't help but stop and look at all these things and say, "Man, I've never seen one walk through the woods like this." And a couple of years ago, you know who I'm going to talk about. You don't even know his name because I don't. It was one of our great guests from a couple of years back. The old guy is eighty some years old, whatever, sitting in a lawn chair and and blasts this, <laughs> this massive buck in about fifteen minutes. Um, and he had not only was the buck there as 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 an exhibit, but his lawn chair was hanging on the wall. That was cool. <laughs> That's cool. What was that guy's that was, name? Do you remember that? That was Jim Wackler yeah. from Howard Lake, and uh, that that buck ranked number seven in the non-typical division, and I, I get that buck every year from him. His, he's got a replica of it that I bring to the show, and yeah. I, I, it'll be back for this year. He was he was a hell of a guy, just a great storyteller. We went and interviewed him as well, and his wife was there. It was just a lot of fun. They're all characters, but I tell you, it was it was a lot of fun. Okay, let's tell everybody again how we can can they get tickets before they go to the show? If so, how do they get tickets? Yeah, you can go to mndeerclassic.com, and tickets are available there. Uh, you can get a discount coupon too if you come to the show you can print it off and bring it to the show and buy your ticket at the ticket office uh it's twelve dollars for adult and uh children or kids 10 to 15 or five dollars and nine and under are free on sunday we have a fa- some family packages um where we reduce the rate uh so we got some, some good deals and uh and then bring your bring your antlers our we have 25 Minnesota official measures on hand scoring, and uh, we have some competitions, and then we have ribbons for the top three, and there's 36 categories. We uh, score uh, whitetail antlers, um, moose, elk, and uh, bear skulls, and, and shed antlers, all from Minnesota only. You know, I'll tell you what, that, that, that is really a cool deal as well. I got, I got a pretty nice buck a couple of years ago on my son's property in North Branch. My buddy Sam to my left measured it for me, has experience in that. It came at, at 153 and three quarters or so, something like that. I think I might bring it down there to the regular guys to see how close Sam came in measuring. Now, what do you think, Sam? You, I love it. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. All right, this is the outdoor, I mean, the Minnesota Deer and Turkey Classic at Canterbury Downs, March 11th, 12th, and 13th. What time do the doors open on Friday and Saturday? It's 1 to 9 on Friday, 9 to 7 on Saturday, and 10 to 5 on Sunday. And we open the uh, scoring office early, um, a couple hours before that each day, um, Friday at 10, Saturday at 8, Sunday at 9. So you can get in and bring your antlers. Uh, It's a separate entryway. Check out the website at uh, we can get going on those antlers because you know we got we we've, we've had up to 350 brought in over the weekend and about 200 of them stay for the weekend. That's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. A lot of volunteers helping you out there. It's a wonderful organization. It's a wonderful event. You got to get out there. We're blessed in the Twin Cities with so much stuff to do, and the Minnesota Deer and Turkey Classic is one of them. Eric Meyer, thank you very much for supporting the the Four Outdoorsmen, and we will promote you. You promote us, and I can't wait to get out there and see you. Thank you. All right, take care, sir. You bet. Fun, Bye. fun, fun. There's just way too much stuff to do in the Twin Cities. Yeah, you know, it's it's a fun time for shows. And what's for cool sure. about the outdoor, uh, the Minnesota Deer and Turkey Classic is you have kids under the age of ten or so. Uh, it doesn't matter how many, you can drop them all off, 
and let them run around in there and just go gamble. And just, <laughs> and just, just, just holler for them when you're done. <laughs> They'll be there somewhere, won't get, they? Give them some fake antlers and <laughs> yeah. say, go get these measured. They'll be there. Did you make a phone call yet? Hey, we got a guest on the air. This is our last guest. What? Yeah, it was going to be a surprise, a surprise? guest. No, it's not a what? surprise. Not a surprise anymore because Justin, everybody knows already. Justin Zeiss, welcome to the Four Outdoorsman, my friend. How's it going this evening? Every day is a gift. You know, this guy, you're one of the great supporters of our show, and we thank you very much. We love the shout-outs and the posts you do, and and uh, I, I, I'm not even sure if I've ever met you. Maybe I have, but it seems like we're best friends because you're always always involved in the show. Now, you <laughs> and there aren't a whole lot of people who are fishing or hunting more than you. Did, did you. Were you really active ice fishing this year? Did you have a good season? I did not get out a whole lot. Between work and... Bowling leagues every other weekend. Uh, it, was, it was a rough. It was a rough one this year. I know. What, you're, I was a few times. Had a, had a couple of experiences, and that was about it. Yeah, I know you're a uh, from the reputation. You're one hell of an athlete. So I'm guessing you average one eighty seven. Uh oh. Uh oh. One seventy seven. My too high still. What do you no. average? What do you average? No, uh, about 140. Oh, well, you're still having fun, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 140. Yeah, it's, 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 it's hard to bowl with one leg. I understand what you're talking about, but, uh, <laughs> but I, 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 I bowled a lot, and, and a lot of, my wife and I bowled in mixed doubles for years and all that, and it gets, it's, uh, it's quite a commitment. It's like 33 weeks in a row, but, but it's a lot of fun, and, and uh, well, good for you, pal. Let's talk about fishing. Now, you enjoy summer fishing more so than winter fishing, then, apparently. Absolutely. All right, let's talk about some of the – so where do you like to go? Oh, let's talk about opening weekend. If you're going to go opening weekend, the first time you're going to be on the water this summer, where are you going to go? Uh, open water? Yep. Lake uh, um, I might try knife. Oh, okay. What's Or panfish. Ooh, yeah. knife lake just north of Mora there. <laughs> yep. Well, well, Sam, that's Sam. We'll meet you there. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> what color is what color is your boat? Yeah. And the reason the reason we had you on, you posted something a couple of days ago, maybe a week ago, about one of your early fishing experiences, and I think it is the coolest, coolest story because nobody I know other than you have had this experience. Tell us how old you were, and just tell us the story. I want to say I was eight, nine years old. Um, we have a camp up in Ontario. Uh, sitting there fishing for lake trout, looking across the lake, and yelled at my dad. I said, Dad, there's something swimming across the lake. I said, no, that's just a log, just a stump over there. No. 15, 20 minutes goes by, I look again, I'm like, Dad, it moved. <laughs> well, geez, it did. Well, let's go over and take a look. Well, it ended up being a cow and a calf moose swimming across the lake. Um, we ended up getting kind of close. I mean, kept their distance. But the uh, the cow swam to the island, and the calf started swimming towards mainland. The figure don't want to separate them, so he got kind of got next to it and tried pushing it towards the uh, towards the island, so he get with mama and uh, reached down and touched the thing. Wow! You actually had a chance to touch a moose swimming in the water. Yes, sir. That is such a cool. Do you put moose herding on your resume now? I would. (laughs) God Almighty! Did you jokingly dunk it like a little brother? (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. No, no, it was was something. My dad didn't. It was was hilarious. My dad grabbed her with and. Oh no, that's just just a log going by. I I might be eight nine years old, but there's something swimming across the lake. Did you ever give him crap later on? Like, hey, nice log, huh? It was a moose. Oh god, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) You know, you wonder why that the mother moose 
separated from the calf. Why would that happen? Why would the calf not have followed mom, and why did mom let that happen? I'm surprised that happened. So you're getting buzzed by a boat? (laughs) (laughs) Some some guy's dunking his daughter. There's a lot of wolves up there, and you know. Yeah. Yeah. What a thrill. Good for you. Too bad. Now, that was a long, long time ago, so there weren't a whole lot of cell phones and video cameras. I know you took a photograph of it, which is cool, but to have that on video would have really been a hell of a story. That's Oh, great, I was surprised experience. my grandpa didn't have the video camera on because he usually took video of did most he? of our trips. Oh, did he? Yeah. With what the a... giant, like, uh, <laughs> the giant handheld with the VHS? You know, it's, it's oh, funny yeah. It's funny to yep. talk about. We we all we all have kids, and we all have fishing and hunting and stories, and the hunting shack, and the, the Polish Palace up in Ely, Minnesota. And every time we get together, nobody talks about our jobs and all that, families and friends. We talk about hunting experiences and fishing experiences. And those stories, making memories is what it's all about. And what, Absolutely. What, what happened with that, that's one of your favorite memories with, memories with your dad and your grandpa, and that's something that will be with you forever. That's a hell of a story, buddy. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Listen, you take care of yourself. Thanks for being a, a fan of the, of the Four Outdoorsman. Take care of yourself. Keep sending those shout-outs, and, uh, and we'll get you on the air. We'll get you in studio here and uh, just be us for a whole hour because I know you got some stories for us. <laughs> That'll work. You guys have a great evening. Take care, buddy. Take care. Thanks for being so nice. Well, he's a good man. Can he's you picture man. that? Can you picture that? No. I, uh, I saw a bear cross when I was in Canada once. I don't mean to one-up his story, but, yeah, we, we buzzed by, and we saw a black bear swim right across the water. It was so cool. Well, I saw a Bigfoot once. Yeah. <laughs> Your turn, Sam. I said I didn't mean to one-up it. I had an, I'm going to have an eagle on my shoulder. That's funny. We got to bail out of here. Thanks, Justin. Thanks to Eric Meyer from uh, uh, the Minnesota Deer and Turkey Classic and Paul Hartman from George's Minnesota Muskie Expo. They're both coming up. Go out and see those guys. Have a great week, everybody. Sam says goodbye. Strewman says goodbye. And Mark Luge has got some advice for you. Get outside and make some memories. <laughs> <laughs>